Welcome to the Self-Care Edit, where we encourage self-care with elements of yoga, meditation and Ayurveda in a kind, light-hearted, uplifting environment. We keep it simple, we keep it honest and we keep it relevant. My name's Tina Thompson. I've worked in the health and wellness industry now for just over 20 years as a holistic spa therapist, a business owner and as a registered yoga instructor and Ayurvedic lifestyle coach. The most common thread running through everything I've done over the years is the absolute joy and passion that I feel for empowering my clients to look and feel their very best in every possible way. Self-care is the golden egg of health and well-being. There is no one-size-fits-all. We're all perfectly unique and that's how it should be. The key to achieving your optimum health and wellness is through understanding your individual nature and working with it rather than against The self-care edit is here to guide you through the overload of health and wellness information out there and offer simple, practical advice with small, effective changes to your daily routine that will bring a sense of ease and balance to your everyday. Episode 17, Creating a Life with Intention. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and with this in mind I've based this week's podcast around the importance of slowing down and creating a life that's more aligned with the authentic you. As we start to get back to normal again, back to work, school for the kids, meeting up with friends and all the routines that we associate with our lives, I want to invite you to just take a pause. Don't lose sight of how much gentler and more peaceful everything is when we're not completely caught up in the chaos of our day. Of course we must all be looking forward to having our lives back, but that's not to say it needs to be exactly the same as it was. I'm sure we've learnt a lot about our lives over this last year, what we value most, what we missed, and what's truly necessary. I could take a bet that it's the people in our lives that we value the most, and the simple things in our daily routine that we've missed. As to what's necessary, I know I've been surprised by what I just do and commit to because I don't consciously question it. It's a habit, so we just do it, and we're giving away a precious time we could be spending with loved ones and on our own self-care. Going back to just over a year ago when COVID hadn't impacted us, how many times would you find yourself feeling rushed, harassed, stressed and completely overwhelmed? There was never enough time in the day to get everything done. Almost as if we were slaves to our own schedules with work, tasks, deadlines, to-do lists, activities, events, and all the other demands and responsibilities of our lives that we managed to create. How many times would you be somewhere feeling distracted or feeling guilty by the next thing you have to do on your schedule and multitasking mindlessly, not giving attention to what's right in front of you? If this last year has taught us anything, it's that all of this is often relatively unimportant. We were causing our own stress and burnout when we should have been taking control and simply slowing down. This new awareness can be life-changing and very inspiring. My mum was the ultimate multitasker. She had an enormous work ethic that she instilled in me from a really young age, particularly from a feminist angle 
as in earn your own money and you'll never be reliant on anyone, especially a man. I still say that now to my own daughter. She was fiercely independent, even though she was married, and she had numerous jobs alongside her main career, but she never missed a school play or sports event. She was always involved in her community, giving her time away freely and without question, having little, if any, time for herself. I looked up to this and upheld the same values without question. I've always been a hard worker and I've had numerous jobs at any one time myself. However, when my mum was terminally ill, some of the last words she ever said to me were, I regret spending all my time working. I wish that I'd spent more time with you. It doesn't matter how long your life is. There's never enough time, so you have to choose wisely. Don't make my mistake. She was just 59 when she passed. I carry those words around with me always, but it's all too easy to be distracted when life gets busy and demanding. It's a mistake that we all make. I do feel blessed that I've once again been reminded to slow down and really look at my life. I'm definitely not in a rush to get back out there and start where I left off. I want to protect the quieter life that my family has now and I'll not be rushing to fill our calendar with things to do and places to be. I'll choose quality over quantity every time. I won't have a problem saying no to things that will take away time that I could be spending in a more enriching and a more enjoyable way. It feels absolutely liberating to go with the flow and enjoy more free time to honour and care for my family and for myself in a way that brings a sense of grounding and simplicity to our everyday life. I know this is all easier said than done, so I've put together a few ideas and techniques for creating more time and space for yourself. Be honest with yourself. If you feel resentful of your own schedule, get past it. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and take control today. Letting go of unhealthy habits is hard, but if you're honest with yourself, it becomes easier to change. Stop being the victim in your own life. Prioritise, schedule your day and move forward your own way. Take pleasure in being the authentic and driving force in your own life. Ask for help. Be vulnerable and allow people to see this side of you. Ask for more time and understanding. When you're open emotionally, you create a connection and awareness and understanding from those around you. And in turn, you rid yourself of overwhelm and unreasonable expectations. Say no, this is hard, especially if you're a people pleaser. But start with this and question everything. If it doesn't feel like a definite yes when you're asked or invited to do something, it's simply a no. Don't feel compelled to explain why and see what this leads to. Saying yes becomes a woeful habit if you let it. When you start to say no, it's empowering and it puts you back in control. Don't set yourself up for failure. If you have a task you need to complete, always give yourself more time than you think you need to complete it. This takes away overwhelm and it brings peace of mind. Often, it opens up a path to more creativity. Respond in your own time. We're constantly plugged in with the internet and all of our devices nowadays. We've made ourselves always available to others this way and it's simply not productive. 
do not respond immediately to messages and emails unless it's absolute priority. Set allocated time during the day specifically for this. And when you do reply, it will be in a more thoughtful way without distraction. Get comfortable with imperfection. Honestly, no one is perfect. Don't live up to an unattainable version of yourself. Celebrate your imperfections and be kind to yourself. You cannot achieve or be all things. Focus. It's easy to fall down the rabbit hole when we become distracted from the task at hand. But being mindful about what you want to achieve is key to creating valuable space in your day. Prioritise your time. Stop comparing. We're all perfectly unique with our own qualities. Comparing our lives to others never brings any benefits. If we were all the same, the world would be an extremely boring and predictable place. Social media tells a story of the perfect day and it's filtered at that. I was discussing this with a friend recently. We're both expats and we'd been sharing photos on social media of our life in the sunshine. We had a whole conversation about how this must have been perceived and how very different the day-to-day really is to this. And we promised to send each other privately the many images of the downside to living in a foreign country. Things like snakes, huge spiders, cockroaches were sent back and forth, along with humidity, bad hair, mosquito bites, signs of overwhelm at not having genuine support and community, and the effects of how the confusion over how things are done in a different country and the stress this causes. It was actually hilarious and very tongue-in-cheek, but a stark reminder that all is not what it seems. Value yourself as you would a loved one. Give yourself the same compassion that you give to others, creating your own boundaries for your health and well-being and giving yourself this space to thrive. Schedule time in your day to release some tension and recharge. And be the creator of your own life. It really is as simple as this. When you prioritise yourself, amazing things happen. We have this one life. Make it count and have the courage to live it your own way. Consider the butterfly effect. Small changes over time can, and often do, lead to amazing life-changing events. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and be sure to head on over to the Self-Care Edit Facebook page and you'll find the weekly wellness edit where I share my favourite self-care resource of the week. If you'd like to get in touch or have any questions regarding self-care, you can send in an email to contacttheselfcareedit at gmail.com and I'll absolutely do my best to help. You can also take a look at our website, that's www.theselfcareedit.weebly.com. I'm taking my own advice this week and heading off to Oklahoma for a break with the family. So the next blog and podcast will actually be in two weeks' time. Have a really good week, everyone, and I'll catch up with you soon on the Self Care Edit blog and podcast. As always, take care until then. <laughs>